You're listening to a Homeboy 88 production. Welcome, everybody, to the Homeboy 88 Experience, the all-new, brand-new, with more crystals for better washing. And you know what? I had to bring back one of the best guests I ever had on the podcast. Here he is, coming back with fucking popular demand, Dr. Jeff Littman of the Garden of Doom. How are you, brother? I'm all right. How are you? Wait, wait, wait. One of the best? Well, you know, I can't pick a favorite. It's like, you know, know, I'm going to insult somebody. I'm going to either insult Jimmy or Chris. That's okay. Or Brandon Meltzer. Remember that guy? Remember that guy? Brandon Brandon Meltzer is now part of your podcast family. (laughs) After that show of of an interview. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's coming back, by the way. Brandon Meltzer is going to come back. He promises... To be say what that this is the old golden age of wrestling and everything now is terrific in WWE and everything else that ever uh, everything else on TV now and that's <laughs> ever come before it is terrible. That is well, that, that's scintillating. Yeah, I don't know, but ladies and gentlemen, this is Doctor Jeff Lipman. Uh, for everybody that's new and listening to this, because I didn't have a chance to uh, say my goodbyes on my other feed. This is uh, <laughs> Dr. Jeff Lemon's a lawyer, and he's also on the PWC Network. He does many uh, wrestling podcasts. He does his own podcast, The Garden, Garden of Doom, which deals with esoterica. We're going to talk about that today a little bit, too. And I thank you for hopping on uh, on my show again, Dr. Jeff Lemon. Sure. You know what? I think you should tell Brandon what the world needs now more than anything else is more oh wrestling God. podcasts. You're going to take shots at that guy? Okay. <laughs> no, it's really to anyone. And and it's yeah, really yeah, to yeah. myself, too, because mm-hmm. I, I do wrestling podcasts. But, I mean, like, the world needs more wrestling podcasts. Like, hey. like it needs hotter temperatures in the summer. How about this? Me, you, him, and I'll be the uh, mediator. You guys debate. A heated debate. Maybe we do that. I don't know. I'll be crazy. You tell him what you think, Dr. Jeff Lippman. Uh, he's wrong. Uh, nah. No. I passed. Anyways. Yeah, I, yeah, I heard the show. I I think you can handle it by yourself. I, I, mean, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't need to interface with more wrestling Looney Tunes. It's, it's, it's enough of the wrestling Looney Tunes I've, you know, welcomed into my life voluntarily. Yeah, he 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 got me a lot of heat. Trust me, not just you, but a lot of other people. But anyways, heat. I, I just thought his opinions were silly, right? But he got me heat because he was on my show. What, but anyways? But how was that heat? Like, what's the heat? He, he had a very simple view of things. It's mm-hmm. it's goofy, but it's his. He's entitled to it. But why would anyone give you heat over that? Oh, uh, you know, I'm gonna I mean, have to. I'm gonna have to repost that that show now. That's their problem. I mean, right, right, they, right, they right. give you heat over it. I mean, why would you get heat over it? It's just, it, it's like, 
if I have a flat earther on my show, which by the way, I'm dying to have a flat earther on my show who actually can present the case mm -hmm. and someone gives me heat for it. Why? I mean, you don't agree that, that the earth is oh, flat. Neither I, do I. See, I. I see. But why, but why, why would it be heat? I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I would just say any blowback or any feedback you get from the listening audience is good. That means they're engaged. So a lot of people that listen to my show, they always tell me, I love Dr. Jeff Blitman. You have no idea. I'm telling you, a lot of people say that. Okay. And yeah, what's what's out to love? And actually, one guy wanted to talk to you, and he did at my work. I remember. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Good so, time. Yeah, he was, uh, he's really impressed by you. So what we do on this show is we ask Jeff Blitman some questions. He he gives us some answers, you know, uh, uh, that that brain the brain power of Jeff Lippman. So actually you don't tell me in advance. I don't even know what the hell you're going to be asking me about. <laughs> I know that's the best part. Well, I, I don't you know even know saying? the topics. I, I don't even know what's on your mind. So they, the audience should know that this is completely organic. And I'm, I mean, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm it's freestyle ready for anything. It's like yeah, uh, freestyle. freestyle. Yeah, exactly. But actually I wanted to go into esoterica later, but Hey, we can go into a little bit right now. So you brought up flat earth. And I actually did my first show where I spoke against Flat Earth. And I was a little uh I was a little upset talking about people that believe in flat earth. Um what's your opinion, Dr. Jeff Lipman, on flat earth? Go for it. <laughs> I I mean, listen, this is this it I think it's more than a little bit sad that this is a a question in anyone's mind these days. I mean People knew about this tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of years ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the only people who rediscovered that the Earth wasn't flat were the Europeans about 500 years ago. I mean, the, the, the Chinese knew it, the Persians knew it, the Mayans knew it, the Olmec knew it, the Aztecs knew it, the Africans knew it. Uh, you know, and and different uh, the you know so you, the Arab peoples knew it. You know, and, and to say the Africans as if there's one kind of African. I mean, different peoples throughout different regions of Africa knew it. The Native Americans, everyone knew it. That's mm -hmm. that's how they. I mean, the, the whole basis of astrology is based on measuring the movement of time. That that's that's how the Mayan calendar was so accurate up until 2012. When when they simply stopped on that on that wheel, <laughs> I, mean, I mean it's they could awesome. predict when comets and planets would come back into in, into certain positions in the Earth. I mean, you know, everything else is a sphere. This is this this is not. It can't right. even be. Uh, you know, I mean that that's how navigation worked. That's that's how sextants work. That's how people got to places without GPS on ships in the night. I mean, because they could follow the stars, they knew where things were taking them based on precession, based on predictable timing, and the, and the sextant allowed them to do that without uh, without the, the you know with uh, if they were cloudy skies. Um, and when they're uh, sailing, you know, when uh, they're doing their sailing. That's why they had the crow's nest, because the farther you go up, you can see the horizon further. You can see land. Um, well, I yeah. just, I you're don't know. You're looking for land, but you, you're looking for other things, depending on what you're looking for. You could see right. whales. You could see other ships, uh, which was probably one of your biggest concerns. But you could also see uh, storm clouds, which really was your biggest concern. But yeah, mm -hmm. land, la land ho, that, that's for sure. Exactly. Um, 
Yes, and you could see, the, I mean, the whole idea that that you can't see the curvature of the earth with the naked eye, just how far do you, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I invite anyone to walk a thousand miles and, and, <laughs> and see how long, thousand see, miles. <laughs> see, see how long it takes you to do that. I mean, the, 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 yeah, the Earth is—it's not even a perfect sphere; it's sort of oblong, mm-hmm. and it, it's—it's uh, around—it's a little bit more than twenty-four thousand miles at, at the equator, and obviously, it's much less at the top. And it—it it takes a while, but I mean, there's a reason why shipping patterns, but more importantly, flight patterns are not straight lines; they go in arcs. They go in arcs because the quickest point way to get from point A to point B is a straight line, and when you're on a circle, the quickest line is an arc. Now, I want to point out, I think the reason that conspiracy theorists believe in flat earth is because it is true. The government does lie to us sometimes, okay? They do lie to us. They don't tell us everything. Um, Which government? Oh, uh, I I, I would say every government, right? Which government? The the Han Dynasty? The Ming Dynasty? The the Chaldeans? I don't don't know. Cyrus the Great? Are are right. are we throwing Archimedes under the bus here? Was is, is, Roman, is this Roman Empire? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I'm talking more now, and maybe even a hundred years ago, where they keep things from you, us. So then, now and a hundred years ago is irrelevant. I mean, the, you you can distrust today's government all you want. Mm-hmm. It, every peoples on Earth, <laughs> again, the only ones who lost this information were were some europeans and basically though the you know who lost it somewhere and not even all i mean the druids and the they knew i mean they're the the, plenty of the pagan religions knew they 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 knew they knew how to take care of things i mean look they knew how to measure things um so misbelieve the government all you like but uh, you know which government so listen Every conspiracy theory, the the root is the same thing. And the root is, I don't care if you want to put in a pejorative or in something else, but it's some spectrum of insecurity to you want to be able to believe that everything makes sense. So there's always got to be a them. And the reason why everything needs to be controlled and you can't believe in chaos is because in that there's still room in your worldview, in your universe view for God. Uh, right. And if everything is chaos, it makes it a whole lot harder to believe in God. And that is at the heart of it. Well, like on your show, The Garden of Doom, your re- one of your recent episodes was on the JFK assassination. Now that yep. one, see, that's where a lot of people point to say, see, our government lies to us. And yes, they did lie about that. I, I'm not convinced that, um, what's the name? The guy in the, on the Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh my God, I had a brain fart. Lee Harvey Oswald did the shooting. Okay, we don't know. We're never. I don't know if we're ever going to know the true story. Why would they tell us? That would be admitting that they lied to us, right? There was an official report, the Warren report. Earl Warren was was in the Senate, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, so they came up with a report. Now, you know whether or not. You know, they were lying to us. It depends how you collect the they. There's a lot of classified information mm-hmm. that, that the Warren Commission probably wasn't uh, allowed to see. So it might be yeah, at some point they? when it comes to classified that the truth will come out. Um, I, you know, 
I, I don't know whether it was a single shoot or not. I sort of like the idea that that the, the that it wasn't the, that it was sort of the the mob possibly in conjunction with the CIA and mm, the, yeah. the, the, they took him out. But I mean, you know, never know. I, I could see why a government wouldn't want people to know that that, that organized crime was able to take out a, a sitting president. Right. Uh, I like the theory of the of the show. Remember the show where they go back in time, the uh, the superhero show. With six, the little guy, heroes. He's the time. No, not heroes. Oh damn it! This is why I shouldn't bring things up. I don't know the name of the show. Uh, Umbrella Academy. A... Umbrella Academy. Remember that? Where so... he was on the grassy knoll and everything. That was cool. Right. You know. Right. He, he was like a thirteen-year-old, but he, he was like a fifty-three-year-old trapped in a thirteen-year-old's yeah. body. That little actor, whoever he is, was fucking tremendous. Best part of the show. That guy. The little guy, the, the six-year-old guy. I mean, uh, his yeah, name was, was Six. He was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's get into the first new story. Oh, my God. He's in trouble again. He's going to get indicted. Or did he get indicted for the January 6th verdict? Donald Trump will be indicted for that, uh, Jeff Lippman. Uh, and now I've been listening, uh, watching a lot of news stories now they're finally saying, oh, should we just drop him? Should he just leave the race? Republicans are saying this. What, third time's a charm? What's going on here? I don't know. But, yeah, it's almost certain he's going to be indicted for that. It's almost certain he's going to be indicted in Georgia as well. And there's a pretty good chance he's going to be indicted in either Arizona and New Mexico as well. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, and a federal... Uh, a, fe- a retired federal judge just clarified that yes, the 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 Jean I forgot what her last name was, but the, the oh E Jean Carroll the, in her case yes it was decided that Donald Trump at least civilly committed rape so yeah oh yes God. that was that was the decision so if you if you believe that OJ was found guilty of murder through the civil case then you should the, the same standard should apply here. If you don't believe right. OJ was commit, convicted of murder because there wasn't a criminal conviction and the civil conviction is a lower standard, then fine. You, you don't have to believe it. Um, but yeah, there are some Repub- Republicans that are straying away. I have heard that one in you know one in four Republicans, twenty five percent, said they will ne- they would never vote for Donald Trump again. But you know, there's about ninety two other candidates. Almost none of them have any purchase or name recognition or cachet um who knows what they're running for some of them it may be to get their names out there some of them may be to raise basically tax-free money like it could be their nest egg retirement fund you just keep running for something or using it for political means mm-hmm. if that's means you have to eat at the palm every night uh, you know so be it politics is tough business um but yeah i i mean you know trump won't go to the first debate then you know, he keeps filing legal things to delay, delay, delay. He loses every single case he files. Um, people don't seem to be troubled by that. I guess if you want to believe there's a deep state, well, there's your proof of the deep state. He keeps losing. Nobody loses everything. Yeah, yeah. People who have bullshit lose everything. He's lo- he's losing with Trump appointed attorney uh, judges too. Yes. Yeah, devil's advocate. Um, what do you what do you think about the people that say? They don't want Donald Trump because he would fix the country. Donald Trump, if he, they don't want him in. They know that he'll do a good job, and they want. This is the conspiracy theorist now playing devil's mm-hmm. advocate. 
they want the country to go down in flames. What do you think about that theory? Well, he had a four-year term. He didn't fix the country. He was not reelected. So, uh, you know, he he had a chance. What he managed to do mm-hmm. was he managed to make unemployment worse because our COVID reaction was ridiculous. What he managed to do was lose a trade war against the Chinese. What he managed to do was empower tyrants and despots around the world. What he managed to do was lose the Republicans, both the House and the Senate. I mean... What he did manage to do, which was which was a success, is that for for that side of the aisle, as he got three Supreme Court justices appointed who did exactly what everybody wanted them to do, which was to overturn Roe v. Wade, which they did. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, that's not good enough for them. Um, you know, but that, that was affirmative action also. Uh, well, he didn't do that. The the, the I mean, no, no, was, I'm and, saying the Supreme Court that he appointed. Oh right, right, right. But uh, that well, that's true. But I mean, there actually, if you look at the Constitution of who ruled on that, I mean, there was a there was as many pre-Trump justices on that as post. Um, but yeah, I mean, sure, uh, that too. But I don't know that affirmative action is as passionate a cause All right. as uh, ab- abortion is. I mean, I don't remember anything that that's lasted my entire pre-adult to adult life as mm-hmm. abortion that's been like a forefront issue i mean affirmative action that's I think, a hot you know, topic, yeah. it's not yeah but it's a warm topic it's like i think if you ask people they have strong opinions about it but i don't think many people were voting on it anymore it was just sort of baked into the cake my opinion on that and i try to stay away from those kinds of things but i'll say you know uh it's up to it's not up to me to to make that decision that's all i'll say and um it seems to me that a lot of people want to go backwards instead of forwards. You know, they want, you know, even Trump, uh, make America great again. Let's go backwards mm-hmm. and not go forwards. And I don't think that's a good thing when you don't want to progress forwards. You know? Right. You understand well, what I I'm mean, saying? You know, yeah. I mean, it depends what your definition of great again is. I mean, we know what a lot of the supporters feel. They told us. In Charlottesville, they told us in in Waukesha, they they you know mm-hmm. they've told us all over the place. Um, I mean, it's basically a Pat Buchanan protectionist, isolationist. America is a white Christian country, and then there's a little divide in there that if you are very Christian and want to and are okay to get along with white Christians, then you're welcome too. Um, and then there's the other divide that no, it's a white Christian country. Well, guess what? It's not. It's not a white Christian country. Um, you know, the, the First Amendment did not uh, pro- pro- prohibited the establishment of any religion. I mean, right. and, and that was mostly because a lot of the founders fled um, religious persecution. But more than that, different religions ran different states. I mean, so when the founders were around, Pennsylvania was very much a Quaker state. Massachusetts, which was pretty much all of New England now, was very much a Puritan state. Uh, New York was a Presbyterian state. You know, they 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 didn't want different denominations screwing around with the way they they held held things there. So, if you want to say, well, those were all white Christians, yeah, they were. But there's been a lot of wars fought by Christians against other Christians for like things like the divinity of Mary. I should get a bell, and then when we go to the next topic, ding. 
You absolutely should. That would be awesome. And you could also tell me I should, when I should shut it off. No, no, no. I, I love it. I love it. So Time has expired. Next, so your time is up. Next topic. Travis King, which sounds like, I hate to say it. Travis King sounds like a rapper name. Travis King spent 48 days in prison in South Korea before bolting across the border to North Korea. King had been escorted by the military to an airport outside Seoul, and then he fucking fled, man. And he went into North Korea. What do you think about this story? A lot of people, I, God, I hate to bring up conspiracy theories, say he's going in there as a spy. But I, I don't think that. I don't. I, I think he had a guy who was in trouble, probably not that bright to begin with, and mm-hmm. and this is what he you know he saw his chance not just at getting out of trouble, but probably you know <laughs> North Korea doesn't get a whole lot of defection, so they would probably you know you yeah. know treat him pretty well yeah. and and present them to the world as proof of you know America's weakness and North Korea is a paradise. So no, I don't. I don't. I don't think Travis King thought too much about it. But I think this is very much a individual basis. I mean. I, he was apparently facing disciplinary uh, hearings for assault, um, mm. and uh, you know that that's not exactly spy material. And when you okay. run away from a public tour group in the demilitarized zone, that's not <laughs> usually how you insert a spy. You know, when I first heard this story, I I, I think I was uh, half asleep, and I heard because my wife listens to the news on her phone, getting ready uh, for the day, and I was like. Somebody, I thought a tourist, you know how they have the DMZ zone, they have that line. Right. I thought he actually, like, maybe he he actually he crossed over and they grabbed him and said, and they grabbed him and said, Hey, you fucked up. Now we're gonna arrest you. Now you're ours, right? No, no, he, and, he bolted over there. He's, he's lucky he didn't okay. get shot. Now, let me ask you this. My scenario, let's say you're you're visiting the DMZ zone in South Korea. You're like, oh, that's cool. Check, check this out. And you're hopping over the line and shit. And then they grab you and they're like, no, now you're ours. Well, could, could you see? I was just kidding. I was, it was an accident. I hopped over the line. Mm-hmm. No, you're fucked up. Uh, well, you're fucked? I guess if you hopped over the line and there's soldiers there <laughs> to capture you, you're, you're fucked. I mean, if you have enough time to hop back, I, I, I guess you're okay. That would be that would be the worst thing ever, man. They they grab you because you hop. You're playing games. You're playing fucking double what, dutch ex- with the line. What's the expression that the kids use these days? Uh, fuck around and find out, or fool around and find <laughs> yeah. out. The, fuck around way. and find I mean, out. Yeah, yeah. So that that I mean that that uh, that's that definition right there. That's what I would you know fuck around and find out. I mean, the, what about the the kid who you know s- spit and. Singapore or spit his gum out in Singapore and got cane. Fuck around yeah. to find out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was actually a show. My my kids were into K-pop, Korean pop. That was mm-hmm. a huge. That was a huge thing. And they started watching K dramas, Korean dramas. And there was a uh-huh. show where this like well-to-do lady. She was um paragliding and she paraglided and she caught a wind. And it and it blew her over into North Korea, and she landed. And the whole show is like trying to get her. Like soldiers found her, but she was like, "Oh, she explained everything." And so they're nice soldiers, so they're trying their best and figuring out how to get her back over to South Korea. It was pretty funny, pretty funny show. But uh, 
Uh, yeah, that's not how that would work out. No, 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 none of that would go that way. None yeah, of that would happen. They they put her in a house. She was like hiding out in the house. They gave her new clothes. They oh, it was pretty sure. crazy. That's terrific. <laughs> Heartwarming. Love it. Love it. Yeah, but you don't want you don't want to go over there, man. You don't want to go to North Korea. Yeah, but in all fairness, I, I don't even want to go to South Korea. I mean, I, I barely want to leave my condo. So, so I don't know. I don't understand why he's going to North Korea. Like, there's gonna they're gonna fucking welcome him with open arms. This Travis Keen. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm, I'm guessing Travis Keen isn't that keen. He's probably he's probably <laughs> a little bit dim on the light bulb. I know, man. He's an idiot. He's a fucking moron. He probably didn't want to get prosecuted and court-martialed and live in poverty, you know, be shipped back, you know, um, with a dishonorable discharge to the United States, be basically unemployable. And and this is, he saw as his way out, and maybe he figured, hey, they're going to make me a celebrity here. I may be in one of the worst countries in the world, but at at least I'll be, you know, in their celebrity class for, for, you know, at least 10 years anyway. All right. Ding, ding, ding. All right, next topic. Is Marvel losing its popularity? I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it says, one of the reasons why Marvel movies is losing their popularity, the sheer number of films released in the past few years, an absurdly high, is an absurdly, I don't know who wrote this. I'm reading it as they wrote it. While Mm -hmm. some fans eagerly anticipate each new release, others became overwhelmed and fatigued by the constant barrage of superhero movies you know what they're kind of right man too too much too much of one thing is not a good thing i'm sorry uh they were just fucking hitting us with every fucking man ant man and this man that man now they hey i heard they're gonna have like a mexican superhero coming out so I, i'm gonna check that shit out <laughs> wow well that's that's too far i mean can't have that <laughs> um uh, I'm pretty no, sure it's I, not I, Kaliman. Have you ever heard of Kaliman? Um, no. With a K? So. Kaliman so. is, uh, and they used to have a show in Spanish. He's a real superhero. You can look it up. He's a uh, Mexican superhero of Egyptian descent. Oh. So he's not even Mexican. Well, you know, I mean, who decides who's what? I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, you're American. Are you of American yeah. descent? I mean, you know, or United yeah. States of America? I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah. people, like move, white... people, people have always been mobile. He has a white suit, white keep, and a white turban. I'm, I'm wow, Kali then... Man. I want to see that. Shit. Well, I know that. Well, Kali is an Indian god of war, uh, or it could be Kali. Like maybe he shoots like cauliflower out at you. (laughs) No, eat your vegetables. Get hit with a giant cauliflower. No, no. they still sell. Um, Like if you go to Tijuana, they sell Kaliman little action figures, shirts, and everything. But what were you going to say about Marvel losing? Do you have them all? Uh, No. I agree with what that person said. I mean, listen, if 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 all the products were good, maybe it would be different. I mean, you know, maybe there'd be, you know, I mean, but they've been bad. I mean, let's see, Spider-Man Far From Home or No Way Home, whichever that was, that was really good. Um, I don't count the cartoon movies. They don't, they don't count. Um, Shang-Chi was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. It was like, you know, it was like a Kung Fu epic tied into a superhero movie. It was good, but... I don't remember much of Shang-Chi from the Marvel Universe, but it was, you know, it was a fun, different movie. It was beautifully shot. 
Black Widow was like a bad Fast and Furious, a bad James Bond movie. I didn't see um, I really enjoyed WandaVision. I thought it was different. I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was a little preachy, but I liked it. It was like a cop buddy spy show. It was fine. Um, I liked Loki. And then, like, from that point on, everything got worse. Thor Love and Thunder was terrible. Oh. Quantumania was barely a movie. She-Hulk was terrible. Moon Knight was terrible. Like, the first episode was interesting. And, like, the last episode was interesting. But everything in the middle sucked. I don't like the, the main character, the human. I like Moon Knight, but I'm not interested in whoever the dude is. Um, well, the guy from Star Wars. Yeah, but whatever the character's name. Well, he had three different roles in it. But yeah, Oscar Oscar Isaac. I'm, I'm sort mm-hmm. of sick of him, period. Um, <laughs> I sort of, Miss Marvel sort of grew on me. Like, at first I thought it was like for kids, oh. but it, it, it grew on me. But I don't know exactly where she fits into things. And this whole stuff with the Marvels doesn't really... Like I, I, like, I don't like how they don't define powers, but She-Hulk was abysmal. I know people tried to defend it, but it was terrible. I hated Hawkeye. People like Hawkeye. I don't know why. Um, Hawkeye's always been my least favorite superhero. The Secret Invasion is a freaking mess, and it doesn't make any sense, and it's stupid. And this was supposed to be the resuscitation. This was supposed to be the restart. But Quantumania was like the same as every movie. And and I know people are trying to pretend the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was a good movie. No, we like the characters. We really, really like the Guardians. We like their interplay. We we like their banter. We like, you know, we, you know, it's sort of see, sad to see them go. And so it was last hurrah. But the movie wasn't good. The movie was a bad movie. It wasn't even a movie. It was just a long music video. Really? Um, really. So yeah, I, I'm I'm in so if too much means that the quality is low, that's fine. But I think really more the problem is I hate to sound like one of those go woke, go broke people because I'm, I'm not like that. I'm all for the market working out and that applies here. But I think when Disney and Marvel said to Kevin Feige, who, who's the showrunner, said, listen, we, we need to focus more on diversity instead of getting the people that Kevin knew would tell his story and his vision of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that, you know, and, and trying to like pander to different audiences instead of just putting a good product out there, that 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 those different agendas and, and those those kinds of things took away from the movies needlessly and actually hurt the causes that they were trying to help. But more to the point, hurt the hurt the product and hurt overall interest in Marvel. So I think that they've learned their lesson. The CEO lost his job. Yeah, I see your finger. Um. So we're talking about Marvel now. I want to rent and watch the Flash. Is it worth it? I have you seen, seen it? Flash. You haven't seen the no. I'm gonna, You're Marvel I'm through and through. These well, I am Marvel through and through. <laughs> the Flash is DC, right? I mean, I, why? Okay, why it's, you choose Marvel over DC? I mean, DC I mean, was I the mean, original I mean, motherfucker with Superman, I, the Flash, and Justice League. I, I made I made that choice when I was like eight years old. I can't really? tell you why. I mean, I, I think I guess I thought that Wolverine was cool because he killed people. I mean, you know, that's okay. probably something silly like that. You know, maybe I thought that uh, you know the whoever was wearing the skimpy outfits in 1976, you know, was hotter <laughs> than Wonder Woman. I have no idea. Um, but I I always liked Marvel more. I thought the. I, when I used to go to the gym, I met a guy at, at, at the gym who was like really smart. And he said, DC is about gods who want to be men. 
but Marvel is about men who are who are forced to act to to try to be gods. And I guess maybe that's a story. I know it's overly simplistic Ooh, in a meta Donald kind of Trump? way. No, 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 no. Cool guy, guy, guy's name was Trey. Um, don't know his last name because I knew from the gym. That's I mean, a great quote, know. man. Yeah. Ah. I mean, the the other people I I knew from the gym were, were, were had names like Coach, Big Joe, <laughs> Pastor Power. I mean, I didn't know anyone's real name. I mean, it's it's the gym. Terry um, <laughs> no, 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 Terry Balea. I was I wasn't. Uh, Though I, I, I mean, a long, long time ago, Scott Hall was my steroids dealer. Really? Yeah, indirectly. He, he was the steroids dealer to my dealer. Oh, he in AWA, he was fucking jacked. Scott that's Hall. when it was. It, it was. He and was I was always confused because AWA was in Minnesota, but I'm a dummy because I, I didn't realize that they went there like, you know, once every two months and they stayed four days and taped, you know, you know, three months of television. Because he was in Florida. He was like in Central Florida at the Gold's Gym. And I'm like, how's that? He's going back and forth to Minnesota. But I didn't give any thought. You know, know, like I said, that was a dummy. I didn't know. All right. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to talk to Jeff about a couple of topics that he has on his show, The Garden of Doom. So I want to ask him, and I want my listeners to hear his answers on some esoterica. So we'll be right back and come back, Jeff, please. No outro music. Shit. <laughs> Can he even use that? It's bullshit. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back with Dr. Jeff Lippman of the Garden of Doom. And you know, when I, when we went into the break, I said I wanted to ask you about some esoterica. So may I, sir? No, please. <laughs> because I've seen your show. I've listened to your show. Well, not seen. I mean, it's not video. But uh, you've had a lot of interesting uh, topics. The latest ones that I was listening to was Mexican giants and monsters like at first, I was like, "Is he talking about uh, uh, El Gigante from WCW, or was he talking? <laughs> <laughs> What's he talking about? What was that one about, Jeff? Uh, I didn't really listen to the so, whole thing, but oh, okay. So it's actually my second show with with the same guest, and he hosts a podcast called Mexico Unexplained, and he also wrote a book of the same title. Uh, he is an import exporter." Um, I think mostly an importer and uh, in the United States, he's in San Diego and he spends, he's been doing that for like 25 years. So he's taking a lot of trips around Mexico, you know, looking for artifacts and, you know, maybe authentic pieces, whatever it is he does. I don't really ask him his business model anyway. uh, So he covered so much ground on the first show and it was great, but I figured Mm -hmm. it was important to have him back and, and to try and narrow down the target. So the first one we picked was giants and monsters and, and, you know, I picked that one purposefully because I'm associated with the Nephilim anthropology conference, which a lot of that oh, sort of okay. giants is sort of a major topic in, in that. And even though that's not until October, I, you know, I try to get giants on as often as possible, uh, especially, you know, when it's 
kickoff seasons, by the way, that's October 28th and 29th. And it, you can buy tickets at uh, NACON, N-A-C-O-N, uh, Eventbrite, which is one word, but B-R-I-T-E, dot C-O dot U-K. And you can totally get virtual tickets. Obviously, you don't need to go to Glasgow, Scotland. But if you are if you want to, it's a great place to go, so I hear. And if enough people buy virtual tickets, they'll fly me in, and I'll get to go to Glasgow, Scotland, which would be awesome. Yeah. Anyway, um, but the, that same guest, his name is Robert Vitto. He's going to come back uh, periodically. We already have shows scheduled for, we're going to talk about Aztec, we're going to talk about Maya, we're going to talk about d- different things separately to give, to give everything the due respect that it's entitled to. He, he was saying in the show that he Mexico has so many things for Esoterica that he keeps making podcasts about them. He, he'll stop when he runs out of uh, you know uh, shows. Like ghosts, he's talking right. about ghosts and giants and other things. Chupacabra maybe. Yeah. Right, yeah, we talked about yeah. Well, we talked about Chukacabra on the first show, but yeah, La Llorona and and the uh, right, like sort right. of the Owl Man and and things like that. So yeah, it's a it's a fun show, but you know he, he's a good guy, and and like I said, he's going to be a, a repeat guest where we dive down more into specifics. You know what he pointed out is like like when a lot of people think about Mexico, they think about either Cancun or they think about scenes in Clint Eastwood westerns, which of course were filmed in Italy. But anyway. Um, you know, but the Mexico right. is a country with you know with plenty of different climate changes. It's huge. It's got mountain ranges. It has four seasons. You know, and and there's all sorts of different cultures, and there's all sorts of different myths and stories that come along with those cultures. So, yeah. But we talked about the Mexican version of Bigfoot, etc. Another show that I thought was uh, interesting, fascinating, was the Vampire Show you did with uh, oh, a lady, right? Uh, was mm-hmm. it a lady? Yeah. So what well, are you... maybe. <laughs> little kid? No. So what is your views on vampires? I actually was thinking about this. Like, are vampires real? Or is this all just, you know, wishful thinking? Vampires, supernatural. I mean, there's been, there's so many things that people say, you know, like vampires and, and, and werewolf and all that stuff. But in reality, this just for me. My opinion is that it's not real, Jeff. People just want to make it. Yeah, I believe it. I've true. had several shows on vampires. Two mm-hmm. with See the Superior. One where we did the history of the vampire in literature, and another where we did um, vampire legends from around the world. With which are one of the terminations that a lot of them, you know, you could call them a vampire legend, but you could also call them a werewolf legend, a revenant legend, a zombie legend, a skinwalker legend, mm-hmm. a witch legend, all the same, because they, they fit into that. As far as are vampires real? No, I don't think the vampires are real, but I believe that something is real that that people confuse with these things. Now, I've, I've a variety of theories on that, but what do you mean? You know, well, let's get well, into it here, because I don't want you to insult your guests. You you can't insult your guests when you're on there and say, nah, come on. I don't believe that. This is my theory. So what's your theory of, of vampires? What could they well, be? Well, I mean, he, he, I think that a lot of things are sort of what we call collective memories that sort of Carl Jung, Jung talked about this. Uh, 
probably memories ingrained into us about other hominid or hominin species that coexisted mm-hmm. with Homo sapiens. Some that may have had more canine teeth or, you know, were more animalistic and sort of like they be, they became mythologized, like, you know, you know, like, like we called the Germans the Huns during World War I. Mm-hmm. They weren't Huns. Hun, Huns are steppe people, but they called them the Huns to make them monstrous. It's, it's called verminization. You, you try to make it the other but a de- dehumanized on other why you know in v- vietnam the, the gis called them everyone gooks it's it's, it's not because everybody that served in vietnam was a racist it's it's like a psychological coping me- mechanism that you're not killing a human you're, you're killing something else so i think that there's some of that then of course there's my other theory which is that <laughs> if you look at every religion mythology uh origin story there's always something that comes from above, whether it's divine or something from the stars that interbred with humanity. And from that came, no, not gingerbread. The gingerbread man, that guy's real? (laughs) uh, No, no, no. I I don't know where the gingerbread or where you heard gingerbread. Or if I said gingerbread, if I did, I withdraw. No, interbred with humanity. And from that came many things. And some of those things turned out wrong. Um, So, that you know that fits with the Anunnaki, that fits with the Nephilim, it, it fits with the demigods, but some of the demigods were monsters, fits with the so, cyclops. So, like a long time ago, there could have been uh, a race of human beings that had big incisor teeth, like vampires, and they could also yeah. have been cannibals. So, they'll be like, yeah. Don't get, hey, get away from those guys, those guys are fucking vampires. Could have been that makes right. sense, and- Jeff. Right, and maybe the ones who had the incisor teeth, that they would be more use, they'd be better at being cannibals than than people that have teeth like. I mean, we have canines; mm, they're just yeah. small. Yeah, but Edge from the WWE, like <laughs> he might be a fucking vampire. Yeah, oh, well, with yeah, incisor teeth. There's some. I've also that interviewed still have two that. people who, yes, they do, and I have interviewed two different people on Garden of Doom who identify as vampires now and they do in fact drink blood but from donors um so it's and they know you know there are people who identify as werewolves and and you know so i think a lot of it is you know i think most people now that talk about being something preternatural i mean people who practice wicca or you know witchcraft or shamans or that's that's different those are skills um Ooh. but people who are vampires it's it's more of an identification you know to let you know to be be part of a community kind of let's thing. get into that witches now mm-hmm. my definition of witches and what people think are witches there are witches okay there mm-hmm. there are covens but do they have <clears throat> i wouldn't want to say special powers they can't fucking fly in a broom right but they can get things from the earth herbs and everything and make concoctions and and i don't know heal people or or poison people it's all what what do you horror culture is that what you call it yeah i mean that's probably a good word i don't know the right word but yeah there there are people who definitely know the properties of you know of flora and and roots and certain yeah uh you know uh endocrines and what 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 do you call those things that's in your body like I keep wanting to say bile, but that's not the word. No. What what what, what comes what comes out of your glands? You know, whether whether your secretions, hormones, hormones, oh, horm- hormones. The, 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 the different hormones, different chemicals and combinations that they that they have learned over time 
and they've been taught to manipulate and put in different combinations to to have certain effects. I mean, ayahuasca, the the you know the the ultimate psychotropic yes. uh, that that you know people today say there's no way anyone could have come upon this knowledge by accident. You know, okay, maybe, um, but you know, there are people who know how to do thing do things like that and and other things. That's so yeah, they, whether you call them a witch or a shaman or whatever. Now, Wicca is a religion. Uh, mm-hmm. so if you're a Wiccan, you belong to a, a, a religion. It's, it's sort of like a, it's sort of like a paganist animist religion. Uh, and not, not all witches are Wicca, but all Wicca are witches. No, I should know how, uh, ayahuasca works. Cause I've listened to Joe Rogan. That motherfucker says it like over and over. <laughs> Dimethyltryptyline yeah, and. Uh, you take the Ennio inhibitor, whatever he's talking about. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Hey, Joe, well, it, stop it, saying the same the thing over and over in your decade. fucking podcast. But anyways. It's the cannabis. Remember how last, you know, last decade, cannabis cured everything. This decade, ayahuasca will, will cure everything. Now, mm-hmm. I've been told by people, no, you don't experiment with ayahuasca. Make sure you have a guide. You do it in a safe place. And you don't just start ayahuasca. you got to build up. It'll, it will it will kill you if you don't know oh, what you're doing. Oh, my God. I've also heard that you, um, how do I say it? I don't want to get too gross. You get diarrhea sometimes because you're just something like um, it's trying to cleanse your body of all the toxins. This is what I heard from people that took it and went down to South South America and they took it and they're like, I was throwing up. I I had diarrhea, but afterwards it felt great. Now, you know what? Oh, thank you. Are you sure they didn't just say they made a run for the border and they went to Taco Bell? Are you, are you sure that wasn't the story? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, man. Holy Listen, that, that, that's me if I eat undercooked seafood. So, Now, I see you're obsessed on your show here with Atlantis. <laughs> You've had many a show on Atlantis. And, you know, as a kid, that, that always fascinated me. So what are your uh, final thoughts of Atlantis, if you don't mind me asking? Um I'm not sure that there was actually a place, Atlantis. I'm not sure that there wasn't, but I, I don't think that there was one. I think that, the you know, to say that there was only one Atlantis is to say there's only one New York. That's silly. I mean, maybe there's only one place called New York, but there's also Boston, Philadelphia, Moscow, London, Paris, mm-hmm. Nairobi, you know, Hong Kong. There's there's so I think that Atlantis might have been one in a series of cities or if Atlantis was in fact the continent is it so unusual for the mm-hmm. the capital city to be Atlantis city the capital of Atlantis no uh, but as far as Atlantis being the source of the, the the poet and the weapons maker and the artists and the musician and the doctor and you know the the 12 no I think that there's something about the 12 because of the procession of the zodiac and measurement of time that that's made that everyone tries to fit everything into the 12, including the fact that there's actually 13 zodiacal signs and one got booted out. So just mm. to fit within the 12. And it is the same. And that's why our clocks are divided into 12s instead of one through 24, like a military, because mm. the, the 12 is, is that important. That's why the Romans were able to add in july and august after julius and augustus to to make it 12 months because that's that has you know christianity basically put its growth right on above the zodiac 12 apostles and the one the one being jesus all this 12 you got 12 months and the the one yeah oh my you've got the 12 zodiacs and the one the one is the sun 
Now, uh, as I was, uh, I did an interview with Jimmy T yesterday, and we talked about Australia, and I told him that, uh, like thousands and thousands of years ago, when the sea level was was much much lower, uh, people from India migrated to Australia, and they became the Aboriginals. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. around that time, then when the sea, uh, sea level raised, and that, and they couldn't cross like that anymore, a lot of cities were underwater. I think that the Atlantis was one of them, or like you say, many of them. Well, could they went underwater? That's extremely likely. I also, I mean, that's Lemuria. Lemuria is the continent from from the bottom of India that attaches to uh, Western Australia. But we they found cities underwater between the islands, between basically the the northern coast of uh, of Australia and the southern coast of Asia and mm-hmm. all those islands. There are cities there. Yeah. Um, so you're 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 exactly right. Or at least there's ruins, which whether they're settlements, cities, towns, what's the difference? We it's hard to tell. Yeah, you're exactly a hundred percent. There's there's whole entire worlds, cities, oh, yeah. cultures, places that that we never heard of and never will. And some of them probably are the are the ones that we heard of in legend. I don't know if it was your show or another show where they said because of that in Italy and Sicily used to be connected. But because mm-hmm. because of the you know the rising of the sea level, uh that's underwater now. The it is there's a belief that Africa and Europe were connected at a certain point. Wow. That, that, that there was no Mediterranean ocean or it was much smaller, more of a lake oh, or maybe a series of lakes God. or maybe not at all. Uh the the, the earth is old and has gone mm-hmm. through a lot of changes. Wow. And you know what? I mean, we know the climates were very, very different. I mean, even in near ancient history, let's let's just go with Greek, you know, let's go with Greek, Indian, and and Persian, and even European things. People were fighting lions. When's the last time you heard of a lion in Europe or India? There's tigers in India, not lions. They're Punjab, I think, means lion. They had a word for lion that survived in India, Pakistan, Afghanistan, and all those things. Well, that means that there were lions there. They have a different word for tiger. So, I mean, obviously the, the climates were different. The mm. the war elephants that Hannibal used is an extinct type of forest elephant that doesn't that doesn't live anymore. Because you can't have African elephants. They're not domesticatable, or at least not to allow. And Indian elephants weren't there. They're and they're not, not hardy enough. So, I mean the world was a very different yep. place, even yep. even more recently. Turkey, you know, the, so the Garden of Eden being in what is thought of as arid land, mm-hmm. it wasn't arid then. Right. And that's where, uh, like near Kuwait, is that where it is, they're thinking? The Garden of Eden? Uh, it depends who you talk to. I mean, I think most people at this point think that it was probably in Turkey. And probably oh, in Turkey? South, southeastern Turkey. Or, or sort of at the headwaters of yes, that's where the headwaters of the Tigris and the Euphrates are, and there's at least one other river that's there. There's there's a lot of convenient the interpretations which that's which right. That's right. which call the Persian Gulf a river or the Mediterranean Ocean a river, uh, Mediterranean Sea rather. No, those those are seas. They, they, the people knew the difference between rivers. I mean, we use those words now because they were translated. There, there are different words. I mean, the sea peoples were in the seas. Um, so, but there were 
there are still three rivers that are sort of in southeastern Turkey, and there's evidence that there was, in fact, a fourth. There's uh, geological evidence that there was a fourth. Kind of speaking of Atlantis, and I don't know if this uh, relates, but Tartaria. You had a show on Tartaria. Could you explain? Yeah, a couple, to, actually. Couple, a couple of shows. Can you explain to my audience what is Tartaria? Because that's a that's I can a, explain to you. That's a place or or something that's popular right now, Tartaria. Well, the the Tartars are what are a Siberian tribe, clan, whatever. You know, sort of like you know, sort of north of Mongols. Uh, you know, sort of like when that whole Magyar steppe people kind of thing. Uh, so Tartaria would be a place in Asia. It's sort of like Asian Atlantis. But it, 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 so it has to do with high technology that's been lost. So like Egyptian technology has been lost. All that technology has been lost. Mm-hmm. Always all this technology, it's been lost and construction levels. But what Tartaria has turned into lately, I don't believe in at all, which is that there was apparently a mud flood around 1900 and killed everybody. And yeah. All, yeah, 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 and 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 like you know, every you know, all history was erased, and everything was either built, everything that we was built before that was built, you know, to, to be thirty feet, you know, lower than sea level is now, and and that's all nonsense. I mean, there for all the pictures that show empty streets, there are also pictures that that, that show you know thousands of people on Ellis right, Island and right, you know right. yeah, the, and and then there was like the, the, the Spanish American War was happening then I mean there there is a president assassinated in <laughs> 1900 I mean, I mean there's no, Napoleon you know there was France was still reeling from Napoleon so they're yeah. pointing out of Tartaria look at the building look at the structures how old they are in San Francisco they didn't build those those are there for thousands of years. That's what they, that's what they say now. That that well, actually, I, have, uh, I have I have two shows with an architect from Harvard named David mm-hmm. Getzen, and Getzen. And the first show he explains why all of that is, and there's perfectly reasonable reasons for it that are much more likely than 123 years ago there was a giant mud flood and everyone died, and that's been hidden from the entire world. Well, I mean, there, 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 until recently, there were people who were alive during that time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so I just I've seen. Listen, listen, people. Like I said, them for my first episode. Don't don't just listen to YouTubers. Do your own research. Uh, <laughs> listen to people that have degrees and everything. You know, they're not trying well, to but hide I, but things I, from you. But but I have I have reached out to like the you know the certified Twitter accounts for Tartaria, Tartaria and Tartari and ancient <laughs> yeah. Tartaria and I've reached out to them I'm like are you willing to be a guest and all of them are like no I'm still trying to figure out. no I can't be a guest I don't feel qualified to be so why are you the certified checkmark uh, Twitter account for Tartaria mm. can you get me a guest I mean no they they just want to stir up shit like the guy who said birds aren't real I mean oh, so, oh my god birds but if real. you are out there and you know something about <laughs> ancient Tartaria, actually some ancient culture, or if you have better proof than some photos of empty streets around the turn of the century with with half windows that, that look like they are sub, you know, submerged uh, because the streets were built above them when the streets mm-hmm. were repaved 17 times from when they were first cobblestone streets or yeah. dirt streets when the Dutch built them. I, I, I'm happy to listen to you. I mean, despite what I sound like now, guests are treated as guests on my show. I... I 
I'm, I'm not there to cross-examine them. They're there to give. Right. It's 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 like Fox used to claim. You know, you, you report the balance. audience decides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm um, not even trying to. I'm just trying to. I'm, try, I'm going to ask a few questions, but mostly it's it's for the guests to to speak their mind. Well, thank you, Jeff. You know, I wanted you to speak on the to- the topics that you have on the Garden of Doom because I think you have a great show. And boy, you you're pumping out episodes. I don't know how you how you do it. I fucking look on your feed, and it's like three shows a week. I don't know, and you—it's a lot of research you have to do too. So, props to you, Jeff Lippman, on that. You know, the hardest working man in podcasts today. I don't give a shit what anybody else says. He does Garden of Doom. Wow, he you. does Hamel, uh, uh, Hammerlock Hangover. He does the PWC shows. He does the Homeboy eighty-eight shows. <laughs> Look at this right. guy. Sometimes we're on Drew Yari's show. There's Garden of Garden Views, Garden Doom Sister show oh on the same feed. Oh my god! I was on Wrestling Soup last night for 15 minutes. So you know, <laughs> you know it's, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm a oh, bit of an attention whore. It seems. <laughs> Anyways, where can they find you, Jeff, of the Garden of Doom? Where can they find you, brother? Well, you just well, you just did a great job of telling them. You can find me on the, I mean, the PWC network. All of my shows are on, on there. You can find mm-hmm. me on Wrestling Soup Network. All of my shows are are there as well. Well, not the PWC ones. Uh, there's a few shows on Hameen Media Group, which uh, usually make their way to the PWC a few days later. That's Smack Attack, which covers SmackDown and all things wrestling. On Cage, which covers Rampage, and Wreckage, which covers Collision. Um, as far, but you know, if you just want to do my podcast a la carte. Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, Podbean, and you know SoundCloud, any any of your normal places, you're going to find Garden of Doom. Yeah. You will get Garden Views. Also, you will not find a separate feed. So, if you only want Garden Views, I'm afraid you'll have to download Garden of Doom as well. But just delete it if you're not interested in that, and you only like Garden Views. Uh, so, no, no, yeah. no. Great shows. Whatever great floats shows your boat, on, folks. Great shows on Garden of Doom, man. Great shows, and I'm not just saying that. Twitter so. Atticus Fell MD. If you. Yeah, and Threads, I think, is just under my name, Jeff Lippman. Well, thank you again for coming on my show, Dr. Jeff Lippman. And I hope, I hope and pray that you get Graham Hancock one day on your show. That would be so fucking awesome. Do I. And I could say. I, I'm not too far away. I could say from, I do a from... show with the guy that said Graham Hancock. No, I would. Well, I have had plenty of people who have been on the Discovery Channel and Gaia and Ancient Aliens and the Curse of Oak Island. I'm not that far away from Graham Hancock. I've had a guy who writes on the Graham Hancock website. So I can see it. I'm only only a step away from from Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson and and those folks. So, who's Fenton? I know you're not listening, but you will be on the Garden of Doom one day. I predict. That's right. Listen to Homeboy eighty eight, or 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 else he'll keep texting you. <laughs> oh, shit! All right, thank you, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another Homeboy eighty eight experience, and thank you, Doctor Jeff Lipman. And we're out of here, motherfuckers. Oh, did I have to say that? Yeah. No, I didn't have to say that, sure, but I did. Why not? Yeah, right. if you wanted to. All right, say something so I could. Uh, so any last words, and I'm going to echo it out. So make you sound really cool, Jeff. Stay evil, my friends.